Welcome to the Books, Beards, Booze podcast, where we talk books, drink booze, and have beards. Right. As always, I'm Bob of Tells by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Derek. I am creative consultant, Tanya. I want a new name. I don't want to be creative consultant anymore. Okay. I don't because, have to wait. I have to wait till January. Is it but... because yeah. you are not creative anymore? Oh, or you, you not consult? Okay. <laughs> Both. <laughs> well, Both. Well, luckily, though, we got her a splash of water so she could get that hard, <laughs> that hard, thick thing out of her yeah, mouth. Out of her mouth. It was throat, just so yeah. thick. And it was just choking me in my throat. <laughs> yeah, that's how she oh. said, Bob, could you get me some water? I just need a splash of water because I've got this hard, thick thing in my throat. It's a smoothie. And, throat, and I wanted right. to make sure that I wasn't like grumble talking. So I needed to clear my vocal cords with some water because <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there's a lot of words I would use to describe you in connotation with this podcast. Fabulous. Ooh. Ooh. Most Ooh. bestest. Absolute uh, favorite. Are we, so we're describing me then. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when the boy's right, the boy's right. <laughs> well, hmm. so uh, hmm. Tanya, who's bringing us this episode? All right. So this week's episode is brought to you by the Ilderon Tales. It's an exceptional D&D experience that you won't want to miss out on. The Ilderon Tales is a collection of short stories. Oh, it's not short stories. It's just regular stories. The Ilderon Tales is a collection of stories happening simultaneously inside a vast fantasy landscape filled with undead horrors, elemental phoenixes, and warring nations. Go to I-L-D-E-R-O-N-T-A-L-E-S dot com and follow along with our four interconnected campaigns or find them directly on YouTube. Yep. Ilderon Tales dot com. I'm it's glad yeah, I was still thinking that. Man, I saw something somebody shared, like, it was like a Hard Times episode or some shit like that, where it was like WikiLeaks releases all the extra strong bad emails. And oh. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, w- I got my hopes up, and then I saw you realized where it was where, from. It was like, yeah. like the Onion or Fuck. Hard Times. Yeah, I was like, like shit, I want, I want more strong bad emails. Yeah. Just go back. It's been a long no, time. No, they're not emails. Them. They're spemails. Spemails. I love it. I love it. Um, so we're supposed to be drinking right now, but we're not because Bob's hungover and, and uh, Derek hasn't eaten all day. Yeah, so if we were drinking, it'd be larceny. But maybe, Bob, ne- maybe Bob next ooped. episode you'll you'll hear our thoughts on larceny. Um, but I am drinking out of this Cap Daniels uh, glass. Cap Daniels is an author. And I was on a panel with him, mm-hmm. and he knows about the podcast. And he was like, "Ooh." Have this really nice whiskey tumbler. Nice. It's, got, it's nice. It's got an anchor on it. Yeah, because it's I'm Anchor Watch it. Publishing is, like his, is his thing. I cool like name. it. So, yeah, capdaniels.com. Check out. He writes uh, Think Like Born Identity style thrillers Ooh. about a, like a, a like retired Air Force pilot gone spy thriller thing. That could be fun. Yeah. I've so. actually never read anything like that before. Mm. Well, it holds my tea nicely, so... If good the, looking out. If the quality of the tea holding in that cup is comparable to his writing, you'll be in good shape. Good. My favorite thing about tea is spilling it. Spilling the tea. All the gossip. Mm. All right. So, got some news for y'all. Mm. What? So, GQ interviewed Pedro Antunes. Obviously, y'all know who he is. 100%. Yeah. Mm. He is uh, a hairstylist, uh, beard groomer. Uh, DJ Khaled is one of his oh. customers. Oh, yeah. the guy whose only songs are always DJ Khaled. 
That's it. It's my favorite lyric. He, hey, you know, no, your favorite thing <coughs> is he was in uh, uh, what's that movie about singing? That the Pitch Perfect Three. Uh-huh, he's uh-huh, in Pitch Perfect uh-huh. Three. Was yeah. he really? Yeah, yeah, he's in Pitch Perfect Three. Yeah, he's the guy that uh, says DJ Khaled. That, <laughs> God damn it. that that she that she gets the contract with. Oh right, you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've only seen that one once. I've seen yeah. the first we saw one that, many, we saw many that times. We did. Yeah. It's funny that y'all remember us. it, and I don't remember that at all, even though I was right there. Yeah. But anyway, so anyways, DJ Khaled. I used to uh, watch him on Snapchat on occasion, and like he's he's got to be loyal. I'll give him this. He's he's a super big celebrity, right? Like, at least once every day, he sends out, like, a really long snap that's like, man, praise be to the most high. You know? It's like, normally it's him staring into the sun, just kind of swaying. Like, praise be to the most high. And it's, I don't know, it's... I'm it's, into it. I it, like seems, it. it seems genuine. It seems yeah. like it's coming from a good place. Anyway, um, so they interviewed his barber, and they asked him, what is the biggest mistake that guys make Uh-oh. when growing a beard? Shaving it. So, he said, not having the patience to let their beards flourish. A lot of guys want to cut their beards because they say it gets itchy or it's not growing in right. But that's only a phase in the growth process. You should first grow your beard for at least three weeks to see its full potential. As long as you comb through your beard, as well as wash and condition it, then you will achieve a healthy full beard. Beards carry a cut of germs, so I recommend washing and conditioning it every day. So, I thought that was neat, but... So here, here's where we, while I was finding this article, I found a conspiracy theory. Of Mm. course you have. About beards. Apparently, beards can mess with facial recognition software. Yo. So the thinking is, you know how we've been seeing all these articles like, oh, beards have more germs than a dog. Oh, trying to get you to shave. It's the government Mm -hmm. trying to get people to shave. I can see that. Fight the man, Fucking grow a beard. Fucking big razor and in, in yeah. cahoots with, yeah. big, with government. big government. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, big, yeah. Brother. big, big brother. Big brother, big go. razor. This is that bullshit yeah. we be talking about. Yeah. The resistance. No. The resistance. All that bigly stuff. Yeah. Mm. Bigly stuff. <laughs> All right. So let's dive into this week's episode. We decided that we wanted to talk about what are some of the, the best, most funny uh, characters, books, and scenes. Uh, Tanya thought she had lost her notes there for a second. I forgot to pull them up. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start kind of big picture and narrow it down. So like, let's let's start out talking about some of our favorite books. And I I know for a fact I read more funny, funny. fantasy than you two yeah, combined. That seems yep. like your yeah. Stick. So it's I have not, it's not my tea. I have a well. Don't spill it. Um, I have a. But Tanya wants me to. <laughs> she does. It's not my house. <laughs> That's fair. I have a <laughs> lot of recommendations, mm-hmm. some of which y'all have read. Mm-hmm. Um, but why don't one of y'all start us out with Tanya? Give us a give us a funny fantasy that you like. So I really enjoyed the Lust Lizard of Melancholy Cove by Christopher Moore. Okay. Um, it's really funny. The premise is this giant sea monster comes to land and inadvertently fucks with a bunch of people's hormones and makes people just get to banging all the time. And there's a scene where this giant lizard's fucking like a tanker truck and it explodes. It's just, it's really fucking funny. Yeah. It's great. It's Christopher Moore, uh, which uh, he's like uh, Tony, uh, no, not Tony Heller. Carl 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 Heisen. Heisen. He's like Carl Heisen. 
meets uh, Pierre Anthony meets uh, Fight Club guy. Chuck Palahniuk. Chuck yeah. Palahniuk meets yeah. uh, who does the torpedo torpedo run with Sir J. Storm. Oh, the, the oh piss fuck uh, Dorsey. Yeah, Tim Dorsey. Tim Dorsey. Yeah, he's like if Tim Dorsey dropped acid. And had oh like a fever God. dream, and then wrote oh that into God. a really good book. This the Christopher Morgan's no. are really funny. They're, he, 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 they're he, fun, yeah. Easy, they're easy reads. Like uh-huh. there's nothing super complicated about right. it, but it's they're it's they, just like fun. he did one it's about a vampire called You Suck, uh, and then like love it's like love bites, and then you love suck. Love bites, like, and you suck. Then they're good. like funny, like funny yeah. takes on modern vampire stories. He did one about becoming death, like a guy becomes death, and like it's I think it's called Dirty Job. And that was pretty good. It was like a guy becomes death. It was it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. No, good. 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 Yeah. I haven't read Lust Lizard, but Lust Lizard. Yeah. Oh, you had. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, no, was she, it was only you. Yeah, yeah, it was me. Okay. Because yeah. I remember we we discussed it on an episode. Yeah. So I remember you telling at least that much. Mm-hmm. For some reason I, I thought that no, he had read I it too. Remember when we were doing the fake commercials of travel locations? I did Pine Cove. Pine Maybe Cove. That's what it, okay. Yeah. She wasn't on the podcast yet, but she had read <laughs> Back it. Back when I was just a super fan. Yeah. So Derek, what do you got? What's a what's so? A, what's a book I, you? This, here's the thing. I am fairly confident in saying that I've never read a strictly humor like a humor fantasy book yeah. like I, it's just not it's just not a thing i've I, tried a I couple i think you've read one which it, one were you going to is anyone going to bring up uh, uh, uh kings of the wild kings is the, the wild. only thing i had yeah. that was what i was going to go with but yeah there's so much else going on in that that i didn't want to well, you know they, what I mean. Here's the thing: all the all the funny fantasy. I'm sure they do have. They have stuff, stuff going right, on, right? Right. But I just that was the only thing I could that jumped out to me because part of what I was going to talk about was that most of my like the thing we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah. that's the funniest book as a whole that I've experienced. Like just I know that one has, other that you've read that I put on my list, but it's I'm just in, the uh, least funny on my list. Uh-huh. But it's more just. Spellmonger yes. was pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, like okay. Spellmonger is super serious, but the main character You're is such a fuck, such a fuck. <laughs> just such a fuck. And uh, but I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. But like, it's like nothing in it that happens is funny. It's more just how he reacts to everything. His reactions <laughs> to stuff are and like his in what he's thinking in his head when things go down. It's just that part's funny. Yeah. See, that was what I was gonna say. Was most of the things I'll be talking about in this episode. They're not things that were intentionally funny. They're things that just hit me a certain way for the most part. Yeah, and that's you'll, by, you'll uh, see when we. That's when by we get Terry Mancor, by yeah. the way. I, had to, I didn't. I can't remember his name, so I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are fun. But but real quick, yeah. Uh, Kings of the Wild. Yeah, there's just a like it's a it's a story. I mean, like, and I know we've already discussed the fact that yeah, all these things have more than just humor in them when they're. But it's got a very strong interwoven humor throughout the entirety of the book. But humor's not the focus. I, for real, I, I for don't real. even. I can't even tell. Like it's so well done that I don't know if you were trying to talk about what the emphasis was in that yeah. book. What would you point it at? Oh man! So I was speaking of Kings of the Wild. I was on the fantasy subreddit the other day, and about once a day, someone will post on there is like, ugh. I'm reading this book. Should I? I hate should it. I, should should right. I even finish it? And someone did that for King of the Wall. Like, I'm a hundred pages oh, no. in, and there's like, and here's what here's what's Uh-oh. happened. 
And the way they described it, like they got pissed. Was like Tanya describing well, Dune? No, it was like, it was so <laughs> crazy. Cause like the way they described it, like this person eventually got pissed. Like, well, no one's addressing, addressing my issues. And it was literally because their take on everything was so extreme. Like, no, literally no one could figure out where they were getting this shit from. Mm. And Are they were like, we can't address book? these issues because you're literally the only person ever, it seems like, that is seeing this, like... Like what? Um. Oh, well, you know, every every female character was just a trope and just awful. And it's like, and it's like, uh... Like, they're all, like, you know, damsels in distress. Like, uh, really? Because Lady Jane, Jane yeah. like, robs them repeatedly. Fucking rolls them. Yeah. Repeatedly. But then it was like, also, all it... All it is is them complaining. That's all they do. They're crotchety Literally old every men. moment is, th- is well, spent not, with no, them complaining. That's what I do when you put me out in the woods. Does it make me go That's walk fair. around a lot? I'm going to bitch. I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm going like, to probably have a good the time. Way, and I'm the way they about phrased it, it, it was Inaccurate. like, hmm. it was very clear that something about this didn't really sit with them. And, and they then were they just, God, and, they were just and like, cat, cat, mm. yeah, everyone was like, oh. Yeah, I was about to say you don't you don't no. you don't naysay that book on Reddit like that's where you, you get, I, I'm, yeah. I'm exaggerating yeah. obviously but it is one of, it, it one is of one their, of the most popular yeah, yeah. um but it it was just this man I I couldn't like I was reading it like I didn't comment I kind of wish you had shown me this I I, I, I didn't com- I I thought about commenting but then I just I was like I didn't have anything that I didn't have anything to add that hadn't already been next said. time you see something like that man you got to see I the hate link. those I hate those I normally. That's not like, my thing, any, but I would just... Any thread that's like that is like, oh, I don't like this book. Should I keep reading it? No. Just not, no, you there's, too, there's too many things yeah. to read. Someone someone made an incredible point that they were, like, in one of those threads where they were, like, the... Because someone, someone did a post that was, uh, whenever someone says, should I finish this book, someone always comes along and says, don't. And that's dumb. You should... You should tell them to finish it because I have found some of my most treasured books. Because it was a book I didn't like at first, but I eventually finished it and I and I really liked it. And an author, um, uh, I can't remember the, what particular author it was, but it's one of the authors that's always on Reddit. He was, was like, like, yeah, about that. I think Luke, Luke, something, Luke Wilson, maybe. But he he that's came an on actor. Yeah, it's it's Luke something, but I think he does grimdark. Uh, anyway, but he came on there as like, look, statistically speaking. The likelihood that a book that they're halfway through and don't like that right. it ends up being a great book to them, compared to they're going to finish it and not like it, like quit wasting your time. Go read a different book. Hundred percent. Find a better book. It mm-hmm. is it is tough to do that as a reader though. Sometimes you just you don't want to give up and you want to push through. Mm-hmm. I understand that. A lot of those it really does feel like they're asking for permission. Just like yeah. someone, please tell me it's okay. Yeah. Because or I just I get validate my feelings, please. That, that's, that's all it is. Another yeah. thing is, like, if one more person asks, "Should I finish Wheel of Time?" I'm just going to shoot them. I'm just going to find them over the internet and shoot them. It's Ooh. like it got asked three times yesterday. Take four seconds out of your life and scroll down, and you'll see. Here's the better question: Should I even bother starting? Yes. Yes, I think I'm going to read it again. I've I've one. I really want to, shelves. but I just. I don't even have the time for the yeah. new things that I need to read right now. Yes. Yeah. Although I desperately want to finish it is yeah. my issue. And I've got a friend on Twitter who's gotten past me now. He's like yeah. read all the way up to where I was and has now gone past. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He's like, dude, <laughs> you've got to finish these books. I'm like, yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got a, I've got, I've got some, I got some. Lay some on this. Do you have, do you have more? I have a couple, but I mean. I'll, I'll lay a couple. I'll, th- yeah, I'll, th- I'll throw a couple, a couple down. Um, 
I'm hoping. I have one that you and I have both read that I'm hoping. Okay, I'm going to avoid ones. On I'm going to do ones I know you haven't read. Okay. Um, Here Be you Dragons life. by David P. McPherson. I remember you talking about that. It's really yeah. good. If you like Kings of the Wild, it's kind of a similar premise. It's an a like retired hero getting back in the game. Question. Like, yes. Is Orkonomics on my funny? list? Yes. Is it a? Oh, I didn't know yeah. it was a funny. It's, yeah, it's satire. It it's funny kinda? satire. Cool. I really. It's like want, a satire really of that. capitalism kind of deal. I, I think I bought it, but I can't remember for um, sure. It's really good. But Zachary, that's Zachary M. Pike. His second book is uh, Son of a Lich. Yeah. So, um, but Orkonomics it run the self the self published fantasy blog right, which is why yeah. I like I had already seen it before, but then that really brought it to my attention. I was like, I des Des- definitely want to yeah. read this. Um, I so, picked up yeah. Orkonomics recently when it was on yeah, cheap I think I sale. Yeah, it pops yeah. up on sale pretty regularly. So if you, if if you not, haven't I'll got wait it, until it, it comes on again. It will. Um, so Here Be Dragons by David P. McPherson. Uh, Quest of the Five Clans is a series of books by Raymond St. Elmo. The first book is The Blood Tartan. I've read it. I'm going to read the rest. Um, it's, it's, it's quirky. And uh, when we get to scenes, I want to reference a scene in that book uh but just know that that's that's really good uh, i think it's on ku as well um yeah it is it's a ku book so you can read it for free uh raymond sal elmo is the number one best commenter on the fantasy subreddit really yes if just find him his reddit name is like raymond saint elmo i think we're like raymond underscore saint underscore elmo mm-hmm. jesus christ they're all like flower, like he'll answer in like poems and just like overly dramatic stuff. I it's love it. Great. I put I put on my review on Goodreads of this book. Like I read this book because I liked his Reddit comment so much that I was like, I've got to read this guy's book. And <laughs> nice. It lived up to it. Um, and then one more quick one. Uh, Fool's Company. It's P H U L E S. Robert Asprin, the guy, one of the guys who started Thieves World. Um. For those who know Thieves World, he also did the uh, Myth Inc. books, which I think Shay has read some. Super fan Shay has read some, but I have not read those. But his Fool's Company are sci-fi, funny sci. It's a a mega wealthy guy. Basically, he's like the son of the leading arms manufacturer in the galaxy. Uh, joins basically the Space Foreign Legion, and becomes an officer of the like the company of rejects and turns them into like this elite fighting force but it's fucking hilarious every step of the way like just funny characters funny stuff like light-hearted sci-fi fantasy i'm with it i'm with it what you got i babushka i got cold so i went and got a blanket um i really enjoyed the dungeoneers by mm-hmm. Jeffrey Russell. Yes. I didn't know if that was on yours. It was, but yeah. I knew you'd read the first one. Mm-hmm. Lame. It's just, it's. No, it, it just didn't. It's not my cup of tea. Like, it was. It was, it's, a was kind of, it's a funny book. It's a funny book. I mean, yeah. it, the point Some of, of it was kind of funny. But the point of that book is. That's probably book. the book that's yeah. like the whole point of it is the humor. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that is it's just the, a super lighthearted romp, and then that. Uh oh. You're not even supposed to be here. All right. yeah. I'm not even here supposed we are to now. be here yeah. today. Oh, and you're just... not a dungeoneer? Uh, well, you are now. Yeah. Oh, the chicken and like using the chickens. For... It's just so, it's just great. It was yeah. great. I, I really The other two books that. in that series are real good too. Mm, maybe one day I'll go back and read the other two, but I really enjoyed that. Uh, if good. you remember the, the scribe that goes with them, mm-hmm. the kind of older woman who's like very 
strict. Mm-hmm. The third book is goes back and shows her origin story of how she came to be with them. Oh, it's pretty cool. neat. Yeah, neat, neat. Uh, I'm gonna throw out Bubba the Monster Hunter series right. by uh, John G. Hartness. Mm-hmm. Supernatural, urban fantasy, redneck. The guy's like super un PC, stereotypical. Like a lot of these stories start, he's in a strip club, you know, <laughs> just. That's and, where the good best stories start. Is it start wrong. or is it just Occur. continue through? Yeah. Start, end, begin, middle. Same thing when it's a strip club, I guess. That's right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Rogues of the Republic is real good. Patrick Weeks. If you also, I recommend that if you like heist. The core of their heist, the characters are kind of funny. There's a lot of humor to it, but really they're really good, like heisty novels. So, um, and then last, my last two book recommendations are, they're on the list, but they're with caveats. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one that's kind of like that. Xanth, the Xanth series. Um, <laughs> read them when I was real young mm-hmm. and didn't know no better. Mm-hmm. Looking back, they're a there's some li- shocking stuff in there's, there. Yeah, like like the fifth book in that series is called like The Color of Her Panties or something like that. <laughs> and like I read these books as a kid. Like my parents were letting me buy these books. Like, but they are very ugh, cringy. Like, <laughs> like that's a young girl being described real like as real attractive and just like oh, this makes me feel gross. Yeah, like <laughs> here's how I'm gonna sell that. He was writing it for a person, for an age group of the person around the age of the person he was describing. I maybe, just, just, but I don't. Just yeah, go just, with it. Yeah. Just go with it. No. So that you don't. Like as well as Dylan, I haven't read any of them as an as an adult. I read them all as teens, and then like I was on the fantasy subreddit, and someone was like, kind of pointed. That was out. basically like, yeah. like it was basically like, man, fuck Xanth. And I was like, I went into How like, dare you? I was like, oh well, what what is this? I love those books, and then like they they're like. Here, let me just let me just throw some passages at you, and I was like, Ooh. "Oh, oh, oh, oh my, oh no!" Oh. Well, anything taken out of context would <laughs> oh, seem that geez. bad. But no, it's like it's like, "Ooh, okay." Um, and then grunts. Yeah, grunts is. So I, I spent a lot of time on Goodreads the other day, um, reading the reviews of grunts, <laughs> and like there were comments from like four or five years ago that I had to fight myself to not just be like, well, you're fucking wrong. And here's why. <laughs> um, if you don't, one of them should be mine. When if you don't that like that book because it's rapey, Fair. perfectly legitimate reason <laughs> to not like it. But there was counsel. Oh, well, fuck man. Like all, Oh, so they steal some guns and now all of a sudden they become Marines magic with, with no explanation. It doesn't make any sense. I was like, it literally tells you in the book, there's yeah. a curse on the weapons. You will become what you steal. You steal Marine weaponry. You, you become, become a Marine. It yeah. literally says that, but like, Oh, well this just doesn't. Oh, oh, oh. The cover of the book has an orc with a machine gun and people were upset. It's like, well, I just, I was reading this because I wanted, you know, uh, the anti Lord of the Rings, and then they started bringing in these machine Wait, guns, what? and that was stupid. It, oh, the, uh, uh, yeah. no, I see. What you, okay, and I got you. Like, I got you. It was like, oh, oh, so you're just fucking dumb. Okay, <laughs> so I, I almost went, I almost went. I had to, I had to close that tab out because I was about to get. You were about to go up ooh. and down. And like that's the thing. Like it, I have been on this podcast repeatedly. I've been like, you know what? 
that book has not aged well. Right. <laughs> um, but that book is fucking hilarious. Um, but man, no, I was get, the- I was getting fucking defensive. <laughs> I was getting heated. <laughs> I was in my office like these motherfuckers here. I know that exact feeling. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna, because like I don't. Because it's one of those things like you don't like it for a legitimate reason that's okay however if you all the reasons are misrepresentations of what's actually there me and you are going to fight yeah oh yeah. like the whole name of the wind thing where just quoth does nothing nothing happens in any of these books are you i mean they're are you, literally uh, hold, hold, it's hold like on, two on, and on, a half on. books of nothing happening <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you were hey, quoting no, someone wait, 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 or you were slow, trying hey, to make me hey, kill you. Slow regard of sound thing, something actually happens. Yeah. So I mean, it's not a fair. wheel breaks. It's not, it's, that's yeah. not fair. That's a, that's a character Spoilers. study, though. <laughs> a character study, though. Yeah. No, I'm just, I was just fucking with you because I know you like that book and I was just yeah. trying to shit talk that book. Because you're a terrible uh, person? Yeah. Yeah. That's so do, would, do, y'all have more, do you have more books? I have one want? more huh? um, that's not really like a. It, what I, not really what I would classify as like a funny, funny book, but there's definitely enough humor in there. Um, the Martian by oh, Andy Wire. Really? Yeah, it's it's not. Ha 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 ha! This is so funny. You're stranded right. on Mars, but just more like that humor in the face of almost absolute certain death, and that yeah. whole like, well, fuck me, cool. There was just there was enough there that it was just a really yeah. funny and enjoyable book. So let me tell you, I'm going to quickly talk about. Let's do scenes next real quick. But I want to talk about a scene I hate. Okay. I just read The Calculating Stars. Mary Robin at Qual. Mm-hmm. One of the Hugo, one of the Nebula. Mm-hmm. Great fucking book. But there's book. a book, a scene that you did not... There, right, so the, there is a happily married couple. The main character is a woman and she's happily married. Mm-hmm. And they have a healthy sex life. Now, I enjoy... According to the first part of the book, well, absolutely. I enjoy a good sex scene in a book. And... I enjoy puns. There oh, are no. repeated scenes where they're having sex and they make a bunch of like comparing peni to rocket ships because it's all about space race and like a whole bunch of stuff like that. And like you would think, oh, it's a sex scene with puns. No. I would I would just it would be my bread and butter. Never the, Honestly, yeah. every like I didn't want these scenes. Like Okay, cool. Can we get back to the plot now? Can we get? Can we keep move? Can we keep the plot moving? We, I don't know. I don't know if something has changed in me, but I just read that Verity book that uh, mm-hmm. our friends have been raving about. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of graphic, very graphic sex scenes in there. Which normally I'm like, ooh, okay, cool. No, I was like, can we stop this? Because I want to get back to the fucking plot. Oh wow, Grandpa over here. Yeah, no, like, and that that was so it was weird. Like right two now. two books in a row that I was like, okay, yeah, yes. I to me, like, I get it. And well, no, cool, but I think like, I think I think the thing that bothered me was the the number of them because there's like in Calculating Stars there's like three scenes of that and it's like okay the first time cool, second time all right we're here again third time like can we please just get back to the fucking are plot? they not there for a reason. It normally it's they have some sort of maybe they have a fight or like a tense conversation like that and then they end up banging. I was about to say because they there I mean, are sex scenes in like oh yeah. uh, Jade City and Jade War, which they they kind of they're relevant. Yeah, like it helps character growth. So if they help yeah. character growth, I'm okay. Well, they with it, they but. I feel like these scenes stretched long uh, so that they could work in more puns. 
Oh. And it's like, oh, God, okay, cool. That is kind of something you would do. Yeah. Bob, like we, sure. Derek, like yeah. we don't know somebody who's going to do a really long setup to just oh, do for a, a shit pun. Yeah. 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 A no, lot of, never, a lot of work to just make a couple no puns. Payoff. Yeah. Just like a, a, just garbage payoff too. <laughs> like, let's be fair here. Jeez. It's like Tuesday and a Friday, this trash pickup around here. Yeah, like mother. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Huh. Like we've never sat down for a whole ass story thinking that we're getting real stuff and having to be like, mm, and here's a dumb pun. It's not even huh. a good pun. You know? I said dumb pun. Yeah, I know. Huh. Yeah. Well then. Hmm. No. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's move on. Let's talk about scenes. Like what are some funny scenes from books that stand out to you? I'm going to go first. Okay. So again, pretty much none of mine are Really even intentionally funny, but there are certain scenes that I always laugh at and or they just amuse me in some way, shape, or form. And this is, these are not necessarily funny, but they, they kind of are to me. Yeah. My favorite thing in The Wheel of Time is when the three main protagonists are three boys and they all each one thinks the other two is good with women. So any time, like it, when you're on them as a point of view character, at some point they're going to reference how they suck with women and they wish they were as good as the other two. Yeah. And that just tickles me every time because you see each one of them thinking basically the same thing. And it always just makes me, I just love it because it's so realistic. Like mm-hmm. everyone else is like, I suck. Those people are better. And then you go to the next person and they're like, I suck. Those two people are better. And it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Accurate. Accurate. Fair. <laughs> so now I get to do my Raymond St. Elmo blood tartan scene. There's a scene where this guy, this is slight spoiler. It's not a huge deal, but um, he gets attacked by an assassin. Well, the assassin is disguised as a baker. He's like carrying like a thing of bread or something like that. And so. There were two quotes from this that were so good that I highlighted them on my Goodreads. And and here they are. First quote. There are no real bakers in the world. Only assassins snowed in flour. Who truly knows where honest bread originates? <laughs> what? And the second one. The faux baker pulled a second pistol from a basket and tried again. Something tangled the hammer. A croissant. Excellent with jelly, though the curving shape makes it absurd to pile atop your weaponry. <laughs> Lord, that's great. It's just, great. just <laughs> wonderful. Oh God, yeah. And like, so if those lines appealed to you at all, foiled by baked goods. Yeah, I'm with the, the, it. It's with it. It, the, it's just full of of that. So something that um, I read in a book that's not funny, but the scene is really funny. In in the King King Killer Chronicles, mm-hmm. we've got that giant dinosaur fucking dragon thing <laughs> and it's just all the fucking lizard chicken it's or like the cow it's or like all it high and yeah. stuff it's just that whole thing is so fucking funny to me just the just imagining them trapped in this like cliff cave and outside is this high as fuck tweaking <laughs> dragon 
cow thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I just, that's just, <laughs> inc- I remember reading straight face, da, da, da. What the fuck is this? It's yeah. fucking amazing. This yeah. Fucking dragon. Oh, wait, not only is that, but it's also real high. Yeah. And, and <laughs> o- o- incredibly amusing. commenting on it being how just how ridiculous the whole situation just, is because she's drugged out of her it's just so fucking funny to me like mm, unexpected and yeah. just really funny that yeah. that whole thing so uh hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy funny all the way through uh i moments am, of i'm loathe to recommend that because the first book is great and then every Afterwards, book yeah. is half as good as the one before it I read the first three in an omnibus, so yeah. for me, the first three is just one big book. Yeah, no, I, there's five of them, I think. I know I've read at least four, and it's like every first one was great, and it's like, ooh, we're just real. Oh, so we're just Can you really. Treat it? Does it have a self-contained story enough yeah, where you can is, leave? Each the one end? is self-contained. Yeah. Then just read the first one. Oh yeah, read the read the first one. Stop there. Um, but there's a scene. They have this. I think they call it the improbability drive. Yeah. Then when they use it, like things can just appear. And there's a scene where they use it, and a whale, whale. Yeah. and a uh, flower pot mm-hmm. just appear, like, two miles up in the air. And it follows, like, the internal monologue of the whale. Like, the whale is just, appears like, oh, God, what is going on here? What What is this? What am I? Okay, I've got flippers, and... And like goes through this whole monologue and then it just splats. It's just, <laughs> and then it's like compared to the internal monologue of the of the potted plant, which was, oh crap, not again. <laughs> like because it had gotten pushed off the window and something. Like there had been a couple like, plants like sci- dropped. It, it yeah. said something like scientists just really think if they could really figure out why it said, oh crap, not again. That mm-hmm. a lot of life mysteries would be solved. It's like it's, it's just the most ridiculous fucking scene. I love it. It's like that poor whale. <laughs> I, uh, I've never read that book, but I went and saw the movie the yeah. night that it came out, and that was probably my favorite scene in the whole thing. <laughs> God. Uh, did, did you have another one, Derek? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got some things, because admittedly this kind of f- goes over I've, into the character yeah, a little that's bit. That's my last thing. I have one thing to talk about left, but it's like a combination characters and scenes kind of deal. Well, then we can just kind of... So you go, go lay, okay. lay down what you got. Mostly it's just uh, pretty much any scene with Nacor in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm remembering correctly, it's been a long time. You meet Nacor in a desert wearing an orange robe by himself. And they ride up on him and he's like, hello, my name is Nacor the Blue Rider. It's like, well, why do they call you that? Like, you, you're not wearing blue. You don't have a horse. Yeah. What? And it that's just the beginning. And it just goes from there. And the scene that I remember the most, like pretty much any time he tries to explain or someone tries to talk to him about magic is a funny scene. Yeah. Because then he just spins. Because magic's not real. Yeah, no. There's just, you know, stuff. <laughs> and you just kind of move the stuff and stuff happens. But you just got to know how to move it. Yeah. 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 So there's no totally. magic. Totally. Yeah, it makes, mm-hmm, makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But seems legit. The the best scene probably or my favorite like funny scene from him uh is they he is with a group of uh soldiers, we'll say. And they are storming a castle. 
and he gets split up for them like right at the beginning and everyone's like well fuck we don't have time to worry about him we'll we'll just he'll be fine he'll be fine let's just keep moving so you don't see him for the entire like siege and then as they're trying to get away or they're about to leave because shit goes of course goes sideways yeah um they find him and he's just sitting there with a guard that's not moving and he they're like what what happened he's like well when everything went sideways, I started running around, and then a whole bunch of guards found me. So I decided to play freeze tag with them, and I won. So like, there's just these guards just standing there, unable to move, because he decided to play tag, and he won. I'm with it. I'm with it. My my favorite character slash scenes, um, Goblin and One Eye from the Black Company. Uh, yeah. So. Goblin one the Black Company has uh, three, basically hedge wizards. Like there are all these like super powerful wizards running around. <laughs> the Black Company doesn't have any of them. No. They have they have Goblin One Eye and Silent, and Silent is nasty. Um, he is real mean, real real bad. But Goblin One Eye, uh, and basically the way it works here is like. Goblin One Eye can do magic as powerful as the most powerful wizards. It just takes them a for, long. Time. It takes them much longer time, like exponentially longer to do the same thing, like but, days to prep yeah. thing. But they, Goblin One Eye, like have had this rivalry going <laughs> like as long as anyone can remember, and they are constantly fucking with each other. Like so, they will have these scenes where like one of them has made a spell to fuck with the other one, like. He makes like a bunch of like, and finally that's the str- like. It's not just a one off; it becomes a battle. <laughs> yeah. So then it's like you know one of them has made a bunch of like really ugly baboons. Like goblin, goblin will make like a horde of like ugly baboons with, with one eye face, face for their butt <laughs> kind of deal. And then so you know then the other one just you know comes back with a spell and back and forth back and, forth. and like goblin always wins. That's like right. like they're. They're very essential characters, but they also are very frequently like comic relief. Because like also like Goblin is a uh, a one eye is a terrible terrible gambler. He <laughs> he cheats constantly, but he's bad at it. But he's also like the black marketeer for the group, and just like ugh, God, they're just they're great characters. They're re- they're they're fun. Their interplay with each other is hilarious. My favorite thing about the first book is that like the first I can't remember because I I can't remember which one's which or who starts it. But like two or three times in that book, one of the one of the wizards or one of the hedge wizards or whatever will fuck with the other one, and that's it. Like one of them will fuck with them, and then they'll just leave it alone. Yeah. Then the other one will fuck with it and leave it alone. But then finally, one time, one of them throws something at the other one, and they're like, "I'm done with this. I've been waiting yeah, for he, you." Yeah. He, and then it turn it escalates into that exact I think uh, with the monkeys with the butt butt, butt faces, faces and. Yeah. It just things go out of control, and I think there's like insect swarms. Yeah, and it, it pig, gets pigmies so, it get, at one point. It gets so out there that they have to come in like, hey, all right, guys, okay, guys, stop. settle down. Settle this is enough. Yeah, <laughs> but it's always it it, and it serves a purpose for the book and for the company too. It's which is pretty cool because like they do really bad shit and they yeah. are in terrible situations, and that's a really good way to relieve the stress of everyone yeah. involved. So everyone always like when they decide to start fighting. Everyone, Everyone kind just of, watches. Yeah, yeah, and just laughs. It's the, it's the best entertainment they're going to find for yeah. the most part. That doesn't involve killing people. Right, right. Anything you want to add? Negative. Twizzle? 
You got anything you want to, before we move on to the latest uh, Rianco product? There's, there's, I mean, like, there's other fun things that happen in some of these books. It's just kind of hard to, because since I don't read ones that focus on right. it, it's going to be individual instances of things that happen. Yeah. I know there's some funny stuff that the fool has done. Yeah, and, it, it's, uh, like, it really is hard. Because when I was doing, like, I've, I'm like, it's, it's really easy to get like a funny scene from a book. The whole point is funny, but right. even then it's hard. Like how do you pick one scene out of a book that the right. whole thing is funny? Right. You know, like you do in here be dragons by David B. McPherson. Like so much of it is funny. No individual scene stands out for humor. Cause it's all funny. Right. Um, well, so- it's kind of like with less lizard. Like there's, the the lizard be, pretends to be a trailer at some point and trying what? to lure this lady to come inside the trailer so he can like sex her to death but there's that but then really <laughs> fucking that tanker truck is probably like the funniest thing but even then there's so many other things yeah. that are also really funny yeah yeah but, one yeah. Of, one of the things that i always think about when it comes to like humor in books is most of my favorite things that I laugh at aren't really instances. They're they're like witty banter back and forth. Yeah. And it's hard unless I had the quotes in front exactly. of me right. to really exactly. sell you on it. Yeah. But like there's some there's some interactions between like um what's uh Kaladin and uh gosh I forget what is her name? No, Shalon. Like they when they meet there's some What book? I can't well, I uh, it would be Words of Radiance would be the yeah. second book because they don't meet until the second book. Um, Bitch, what series are you talking about? Stormlight Archive. Thank I was about you. to say Brandon, Brandon Sanderson. Sanderson. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to follow you, like no, 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 I don't I was, know. What you're I was about. about to say it. I okay. just I was struggling with cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Okay, but um, Great. they there's some there may be some sexual tension there, so it leads to some banter and some bullshit back and forth. Would be like now that, that I remember part of it, Shalon and. At one point, steals his boots, good, and, and it's fucking hilarious. It's good enough for Lady Jane. It's good enough for me. Exactly, Lady Jane's just the best. Mm-hmm. I love. Mm, it. She's goals. <laughs> <laughs> just rob guys blind in the woods, Bitch. but then also share their food. Good enough for Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so I think you broke Derek a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> so. Um, got a, a got a new product from Rianco, okay. but in an update from a previous product, uh, Mr. Squiggles, my micro cat, yeah. has been leaving me dead geckos. Uh, mm-hmm. So, well, if it's any consolation, my actual cat, my real cat, has yeah. been killing those little geckos, and I think their tails Rude. are just falling off. So I actually accidentally stepped on one in the hallway. <laughs> A tail or the whole Oh, gecko. the little baby gecko body. Oh. <laughs> it got the toes. Squish. At least I found it before the Roomba did. Ooh. That's a plus. Ooh. Yeah. So you missed well, the squiggles. Egg. That's good programming for yeah. it to really pick up on that genuine feline behavior. Yeah. That's well, no, because it's a real quality. cat. It's a real cat. It's just a micro. It's a miniaturized cat. It's a real cat. It's just miniaturized. Like, oh, like it. she'll I never. Thought, I thought it was a robot cat. No, no, no. It's. it's I've a, never actually seen it because oh, he's, he's tiny good. and he, vicious. Yeah, he's real good at hiding. Yeah, um, my Sherbert's also very good at hiding. Probably stalking you. Right Is she now. though? 
She <laughs> she gets under the covers and she's yeah. A that's giant not lump. good at hiding. Just, she's a she's a cat shaped <laughs> lump under a cover. Yeah, that's I was gonna not, say I don't think she's good at hiding. Not, I think she just not, gets a place and you forget that that she's not reinventing the hiding game here. My she's poor all, baby, she's, she's so a scared. Lump she under just a isn't blanket. going to move. The and Jimmy you John's forget. guy shows up with my sandwich and my cat's gone for two hours because she's scared. Anyway, tell me what you got with this Rianco. All right, it's the Attactopod two thousand. Okay, I'm, I'm, right. I'm with it. All right, so we all know how smart octopi are. They're, Very. They're, right? they're smarter than dogs, and they're capable of all manner of amazing feats. Yes. Well, in light... I didn't oh, know that. Oh, oh, dude. Oh, dude, man. They're like... They will escape their things. Yeah. Like, they're super smart. Yes. Love Ooh. puzzles oh, yeah. and shit. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Look Octo- up, look octopuses the- are fucking wild. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking um, insane. Yeah. Well, so in light of global warming, Rianco is getting a foot in the door on the next wave of guard animals Nerp. are you worried that rising sea levels will do away with your yard this entire podcast has Was been a long that, setup yep. for that dumb oh, fucking pun fuck. what did we just talk about mother like, like worried that rising sea levels would do away with your yard never fear the attactopod is here so yeah instead of a guard dog it's a guard octopus what for... if i just get a i'm gonna get a moat and just put it in you could do that moat. yeah yeah, mm-hmm. seems legit. Yeah, in a, re- uh, in a remote location. Hmm. Um, so we have... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call dead air. <laughs> As they wish for a dead co-host. <laughs> um, <laughs> me! Me! Pick me! Pick me! <laughs> you never win um, anything. You never win anything! I don't even win the, my own poll that I put up in the group. Well, you played yourself. What is life? You played yourself. Um, Hey, read the short reads for this month. They are The Butcher, The Baker by Mike Allen and And The the Star Plague by Rich Larson. And The Candlestick Maker? Way to talk over him, Tanya. No. There's no Candlestick Maker. Butcher and the... That's something? Yeah, that's a nursery rhyme. The Butcher, The Baker, The Candlestick Maker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that and The Star Plague by Rich Larson. They're the most recent. Oh, and uh, if I remember correctly, the... Butcher the Baker, you can do the audiobook version of it. Or Neat. Audio. Cool. So you can listen to that one, but they are both I'm on the torn about size. doing the... Like, I tr- I've tried one, and it was pretty Demote. good, yeah. but Demote. I think I kind of read it while I'm listening really to it too. anyways. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it keeps me more focused. I don't know. So I've, I've, I went ahead and read them. They are suitable, suitable content mm. for this podcast because they Spoiler are... Spoiler alert. Short stories. They are short stories of a <laughs> fantasy nature. Wonderful. That is all I will say. Spoilsies. Great. Um, I will say they would probably have fit a little bit better last month because they were a little spookier. Uh, I mean, have you been to a Thanksgiving with family, your whole family, for a while? It's just, just scary. Just because spoopy season's over, <laughs> like... I'm look- Speak for I, yourself. My family I'm not, is... I'm not looking forward to Thanksgiving, getting all the family together. I like the food. I don't like the family party things. So like half your family. Like is a strong The Sasquatch word. side. Yeah, you like the okay. Sasquatch side of your yeah. family. Because they make me feel tiny. <laughs> I'm the baby. Lord. All right. <laughs> um, on, on, that, on that note, we will wrap this puppy up. Um. You won't hear this in time, but uh, come see me at Conzilla tomorrow. <laughs> travel uh, he back was in at, time. He was at yeah, tra- Con- yeah. tra- tra- oh, travel back in time. Um, don't, isn't there a thing coming up later at um... Interstellar? We're going to be at Interstellar Brewing in November. 
And then that. And also alcohol. going to be at the Montevallo Art Stock in late November. Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can go to tellsbybob.com to see the dates of where the booth will be because mm-hmm. the booth will be there. It'll be Book Spirits Booth and Tells by Bob. Mm-hmm. Lots of bees. The beehive. All the bees. But you need bees. You just need some bees. Like it's a box of bees. Slap them on the wall. Put yeah. an H on it for hornets. That way you can just be sure. <laughs> Get the honey out of there. Huh. All right. On that note, uh, in the coming week, as the uh, tasteful whiskey glass with uh, that's been given to you. Fuck, I just... My brain just stopped. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't <laughs> yeah. drink oh, man. on let's the show, Bob. The... As you sip your delicious whiskey from your fancy, nice yeah. tumbler that you yeah. were gratefully given by Cap by Daniels, Cap Daniels. Yeah. I hope that your whiskey is warm, like cold whiskey, warms your heart, and that get you, you get just the right amount of buzz that you can forget that you hate your job. And may the blessing of the beard be all upon you. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Goodbye. Okay,